Hello, welcome back to another Wednesday devotion. My name is Pastor Mario. I'm a pastor here in Living Hope Church in Medina. Every Wednesday, we do a devotional video where we look at the Bible, we look at uh, for some encouragement, maybe some challenge uh, from the Sunday to Sunday, day to day routine process of living like that's where the nitty gritty working out your salvation stuff is. And so we're looking to get some deeper devotion in that time. And so if you like the video, please subscribe, like the video, share it maybe uh, to someone who is in a place where they're struggling with their faith or uh, someone who has some questions about Christianity, uh, encourage them to maybe watch the video. So today uh, we are going to be talking about also this is on our podcast. Uh, as well. Welcome those who are tuning in via podcast. Uh, today we're going to continue uh, our series, kind of mini series that we started maybe about two or three weeks ago, uh, where we were talking about the heart. Um, we first talked about the condition of our heart, the, the primary condition of the human heart, how it works, uh, what are the, what are the uh, instincts of the human heart. Um, and we talked about how by default it is selfish, it is corrupt, and it is deceptive um, from the get-go. And uh, we talked about the redemption of the heart. We asked the question, what exactly does the gospel of Jesus actually do for our heart? Is the gospel just something we believe in? Is it something we just set our faith in? Um, is it something that we just kind of live our life choosing to maybe think about every now and then and maybe go to Sunday? Or is it something that's completely transformative to the core of who we are, which is what the Bible defines as the heart? And so today we're going to finish this off with the third aspect of our heart, which is the battle of our heart. If you're a Christian, I'm going to assume that you're aware of kind of this tension that is sometimes happening in our heart. I, more than sometimes, I would say every day, right? There's this tension in our heart where we feel a pull towards something that is displeasing to God and then a pull that towards something that is pleasing to God, where there's this tension inside of us where we want and desire and maybe even do things that we know logically will not be good for our faith, right? We do crazy things that we know, put ourselves in situations that we know are not good for our faith and we know displease the Lord, right? That comes from the nature that we inherited from Adam, right? The representative of humanity, right? Genesis one through three, Adam and Eve, Adam is the representative of all humanity. His name literally means humanity, Adam. And his disobedience was inherited by every human after him. And so that inclination is in us every single day. But when we come to Jesus, we inherit his nature, his, uh, his inclinations and desires and righteousness. It is what uh, theologians call uh, to be imputed, like God imputes his righteousness and desires to us. He gives it to us. And that is what we receive in the gospel. And, and we're given that by the receiving of the Holy Spirit. But just because we do that doesn't mean that this tension just goes away. Yet the Bible actually tells us that 
those who experience this tension are actually true believers in Jesus. We're going to look at the passage today. We're going to be in Galatians 5, starting in verse 16. This is what it says. But I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the spirit and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things that you want to do. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident, sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and all the things like these. I warn you, as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness, and gentleness, and self-control, and against these things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we are led, or, or if we live by the Spirit, let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Right, so, so right off the bat, uh, we learn, this is a very clear passage, right? This is very clear. Uh, this is very much telling us that if you're a Christian, you're going to experience this tension. You're going to experience this tension, this pull towards the things you used to do or this pull towards other things, right? That are displeasing to God, that are unholy and even dangerous, right? To not only your faith, but even to your physical body, right? Um, I like to kind of think of the Christian lifestyle as a endless hike, right? Um, Paul says in this passage to walk by the spirit, to live in the spirit, right? I think a lot of times when we hear this kind of, um, this kind of talk in the Bible, right? It sounds very mystical. It sounds like uh, un unattainable type of like, mystical knowledge or whatever. It sounds very good. It sounds very nice. But then maybe we have a question like, okay, practically, what, what in the world does it mean to walk in the spirit? Like, what does that mean? Right? And I think sometimes in trying to kind of make Christianity to be this really mystical thing, all the time, we kind of maybe think that living in the spirit means you are always encountering supernatural things, you're having these crazy dreams, you're doing these crazy things, right? And, and we associate living in the spirit in that way. And, and the Bible is actually a lot more practical than that, right? That stuff does happen. Don't get me wrong. I mean, if you read the book of Acts, you got people uh, being teleported from one location to another location. You got people using rags to heal people of sicknesses. You got demons being cast out of people. I mean, you got it all in the book of Acts, right? So it's not to say that those things don't happen, but it is to say that does walking in the spirit mean always experiencing a supernatural experience all the time? And if you are not experiencing that, are you really walking in the spirit? Or is it a lot more practical than that? Is it 
walking is walking in the spirit simply just walking with the spirit is living in the spirit simply just living by the spirit right um and this is why I go to this idea of hiking. So my wife and I, we love to hike. Um, one day we would love to hike the PCT or the AT. We live closer to the AT, so that would be pretty, uh, pretty fun, the Appalachian Trail. Um, but right now we don't have time to be able to do that. So, but we do take some hikes, you know, 10, 12 mile hikes here. We live like right next to a national park, like 20 minutes away. Uh, and so we were at Cuyahoga Valley National Park not too long ago. We were on the Buckeye Trail. Now the goal was to take the Buckeye Trail up and connect to another trail uh, that connects to another trail that would circle us back to our car where we parked in the National Park, right? Because the Buckeye Trail just keeps going. Um, and so in hiking, there are these things called trail markers, right? And there's different kinds, but the most common kind is a brush stroke on some trees along the path. And the goal of these trail markers is to let the hiker know, hey, you are on the right path. You are going the right way. It's to guide you really on the path. Um, and this is kind of what it looks like to walk in the spirit. Um, when my wife and I were walking on this Buckeye Trail, we got to a point on the path where the path was just gone, right? There was no clear, path that was made out. Everything else was just kind of rustle and brushles stuff over there. There was this creek on the side with this water here. I didn't see any brush strokes. There was a brush stroke over there, but it was uh, a three pronged brush stroke that meant that a new trail was beginning. So obviously I don't want to go that way. I want to stay on the Buckeye Trail. And so then out of nowhere, this guy just comes out of the woodwork, probably from that other trail, right? Comes out of the woodwork, jumps over the creek, and then like climbs up these rocks. And then all of a sudden I see the trail marker. I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, that's the trail marker that continues the Buckeye Trail, right? My point is this, is that in the Christian life, oftentimes, if you're walking in it for a while, even just a few months, if you just become a believer, uh, even even as soon as maybe two or three months down the road, you, you start to get into this area along the path that looks pretty different from maybe two weeks, a year ago, a couple months ago, it looks different. Maybe the path isn't as clear as it was back there, right? Maybe it, it just looks like there is no path. Maybe you don't see any trail markers in clear view. Um, the practical lifestyle of the Christian doctrine, the Christian life um, that the Bible actually encourages everybody to live is, is not some mystical journey to find yourself. It's really just walk, learning to walk in this path that the Lord has created through the death and resurrection of Jesus, this path of holiness and righteousness and purity, right? Of goodness and, and things that are uh, create self-control and a sound mind um, uh, of no fear, uh, of learning to uh, have and engage and walk in the peace of God. This is the path that the Lord has kind of laid out for us. And the goal of the Christian life is to learn how to hike that. Learn how to hike. And I say hike because it's a journey. It's not a sprint. Um, if, if it, You will burn out <laughs> if you try and sprint the Christian life. Um, 
but it's a hike. It's, it's a hike. It's tiring. You're going to stumble. You're going to fall. You're going to make mistakes. But the best thing is that the trail guide is with you on the path, right? Jesus is with you on the path because the reality is, is that you were put on the path when you believed in Jesus. You inherited his righteousness and his holiness. You didn't get there by yourself. He put you there. And so that means that he will guide you on that path. But here's the temptation. And this is where the war in our heart comes into play is that when we are put on this path every day, we're going to be tempted to go to something that's off of the path. Every day we're going to see something along the road that's going to look really appealing. Like that's going to look really appealing. But if I go that way, I'm going to remove myself from the path and from the trail markers that tell me that I am on the path. This is what it means to walk in the spirit. The Lord wants us to be able to understand and know the trail markers that he has placed in our life. Maybe it's Maybe it's a friend that, that really knows the Bible and wants to disciple, disciple you and maybe uh, learning some theology and doctrine. Maybe it's a YouTube video like this one uh, where you're learning how to practically live out your theology and what you believe in Christianity. Uh, maybe it's a church. Maybe it's a, a sudden desire to serve God in the local church. Those are all trail markers that God uses to help keep us on the path and to help assure us that we are on the path. And so some questions for you as you go about your week, maybe a question would be, um, where do you think you are on the path? Are you in a place where, man, you feel good, you got your, you got your pack, you're, you're rolling, rolling through the path and uh, you're doing your thing? Um, Everything looks clear or are you in a part of the path where it just does not look like anything like it looked like before? Maybe you don't see any path. Maybe you're at a part where you're looking for some trail markers, but I just, I just don't see any. And you're waiting for someone to maybe come alongside you on the path and, and show you, hey, look, like it's not where you're, you're looking. It's out there, right? It's right over there, right? We have to be able to understand and know and, and intentionally look for these indicators, these trail markers that God puts on the spiritual path of the Christian lifestyle. And so another question would be, uh, what are the trail markers that God is placing in your life right now? Um, do an intentional look around of maybe some of the things that God has put in your way to, to, to show you, hey, you're on the path or maybe to lead you back to the path, right? And so I leave you with that today. Let's be encouraged in the midst of this COVID and pandemic and all of this stuff that's going on. Let's be encouraged that though all this stuff is crazy right now, the path is still here. We're, we're still put on the path. There's a battle going on in our heart, right? But the solution to that battle is walking in the spirit, learning to live by the spirit and to walk in his desire. And that's what it means to walk in the spirit. Let's just, let's just engage in this spiritual hike together. You know, this is, this is the Christian lifestyle. It's not some mystical journey to find yourself. It's just, it's just practical living, right? And so let's, let's encourage one another on this path. Let's encourage one another on this hike. 
And so I encourage you today on this hike that maybe this is a trail marker for you, these Wednesday devotions. If you feel that, if you feel like, man, maybe these will help me to, to gain a deeper devotion in my relationship with Jesus, I encourage you to subscribe, subscribe to the channel um, and, and engage in these devotions. Allow them to help you to ponder the word and to ponder theology and doctrine and Christian lifestyle and, and let it plunge you off into deeper intimacy with Jesus. So thank you guys for joining us today. Uh, for those who joined us on YouTube and those who joined us on the podcast, thank you guys. Uh, we'll see you next week with another devotion. Blessings. <laughs>